0: You're listening to Misunderstood Podcast, where we're setting the record straight on all things misunderstood. I'm your host, Kelly Hall, pageant runner-up, model, speaker, entrepreneur, pageant queen, and U.S. Navy lieutenant. I may have never won a Miss USA title, but I am the queen of being misunderstood. Welcome to the show, guys. What is up, world? Guys, we're here. It's season three. What just happened? I remember so vividly. Two years ago in 2020, recording my first episode ever in season one, Misunderstood Podcast. And boom, I have just fast forwarded through time. And then I remember recording season two premiere, and I literally was doing it from a picnic table in my living room that was empty because I was moving to Chicago. And now I'm in Chicago one year later recording season three. Like literally what is happening to time, I don't know. But if it's any indication, I'm here and I'm showing up for y'all. And I love this. And I love what I do. And you know what? Sometimes I feel like I'm hanging on by a thread, but that thread is still kicking and it's there and it's strong. Um, You know what? It's Monday evening here in Chicago. We had a beautiful, nice spring day. I worked a full day, I came home, I worked out and I said, you know what, it's time. It's time to show up for my people because this matters to me. This podcast matters to me and you guys matter to me. And I just really appreciate you all still tuning in. Life has changed so much since I first started the podcast. Let's take a little journey back in time. When I first started the podcast, I was like two months fresh off of Miss California, USA, when I had placed runner up and it was all tragic and I thought life wouldn't go on. I wasn't even engaged yet. I feel like I've been engaged for 80 years. I was living in Los Angeles. The pandemic was like in its infancy. I don't even know if when I, no, oh my gosh, when I recorded my premiere, the pandemic wasn't a thing yet. That's wild. And here we are now. I'm a month exactly away from my wedding. Yes, I'm recording this in advance, and I'm still Kelly Hall. And this year, I become Kelly Sabraki, and all of these things are happening. And I am just pumped that you guys still tune in along the way. So, with that, you know, obviously, I could chat for days. That's why we're here, and I'm about 70 episodes deep. But I want to get into something like I was reflecting on the season premiere. What do I want to talk about? what matters to me? What's been on my heart this last year? And kind of how do I want to kickstart this season? And then I kind of just got back to basics. Like there's this term in the military that we use. We're like back to basics. And it's always whenever you kind of need a reset. So when you're leading your sailors or when you're leading the shipment or you're leading subordinates, or even sometimes in the word room, you just say, hey, back to basics, like do the little things that get you to the big things, right? So for us, it's uniform regulations or professionalism or showing up on time or whatever it is. Well, it came to me the other night. I'm like, you know what? I get really into the weeds with some of my content, my episodes, and sometimes you just got to get back to basics. Guess what? This podcast is a misunderstood podcast, Welcome to the show if you haven't been here before. And the entire reason why my podcast is Misunderstood Podcast is because I'm extremely misunderstood. Like As a human being walking about planet Earth, I feel like being Kelly Renee Hall, now almost Kelly Renee's Rocky, people are just like, Oh, like they have very different reactions when they see my face or they hear my name or they're around me. And it's like polarizing almost. I'd like to think that most of the time it's a positive thing and people are like, oh my God, she's great. Like, thank you so much for those people. But there's also other times people are like, yeah, the girl sucks. And I'm like, whoa, like, let's all be friends. But that's not going to happen. Like, some people just are going to continue to misunderstand you throughout your life. They're going to completely twist and take every bit of like your actions and your words in a different way. And holy cow, that happens to me all the time. Like when I say something or I do something, someone gets upset and I'm like, wait, why are you upset with me? Then they like spit it back at me and they're like, well, you said this. And I'm like, that is like really not at all what I intended. Ooh, I have an example. So when I was working at this specific command, that will remain nameless. The day that I checked in, like I was told, like, "Hey, they, there's a Keurig next door," and I was like, "Cool, like I'll use that Keurig." So for like six weeks, every day I would bring my little K cup and my little coffee mug over to this other office, and I would use the Keurig and I would chat with everyone in there. I would literally be like, "Hey." you know, petty officer this, semen that, whatever. Like, how's your day? How's your weekend? What did you do? Blah, blah, blah. And so I'm just thinking like I'm connecting with my sailors. I'm at a new command. I want to get to know everyone. And then later I was pulled aside by this other officer. And he was like, hey, Kelly, are you going into this office to use the Keurig? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, yeah, that's got to stop. Like, it's been said that your presence is really intimidating, insert exclamation point here, and that like basically like not welcome, like that Keurig is not a communal Keurig and it's being misinterpreted as like, oh, I'm an officer. I'm entitled to everything I want. I can just come disrupt the workday. And I was like, wait, what? Like, I literally was told this Keurig was accessible to everyone and I just go in once a day to make my cup of coffee and I'm like really nice to everyone in there. Like it's not like I stomp around and I'm like, hey, give me this tasker. Like I'm like super nice, but that was completely like misunderstood and I was blown away by that situation. And I think in those extreme circumstances, when my intent is like absolutely pure, I'm baffled absolutely baffled. I'm like, yo, you must really not know me because I am not the kind of officer that's like, "Ooh, I'm entitled. Give me your coffee. I want it now." Boom, stop everything you're doing and talking to me. Like, I would never ever do that. So, things like that like still kind of blow me away, but it happens to me every day. I'm literally I love to meet someone who's more misunderstood than I am. Like in all concepts of life, I feel like unless you're in my inner circle, there's something about some part of me that people are misunderstanding. And so like, that's what the emphasis is on this podcast. I am still the queen of being misunderstood. And let me get into some more examples just to, before I get into the topic today, which is handling judgment, because again, we all know that I'm a varsity athlete in this area. I deal with this. I almost like confidently want to say every day even if it's not like spit in my face, at some way, somehow, something is being directed to me and it's completely a misunderstanding of like my intention, my personality, my career, my life, my faith, my job, like whatever it is. And so one, I've got to say, like there is something about, I hate using this word, but just having like a social media presence people either are like, wow, that's cool. Or they want to vomit. Like almost no in between. I have noticed this. Like either someone will be like, yeah, like Kelly, you're super active on social media. That's that's really, really awesome. Like tell me more about it. Or people kind of looking at the corner of their eye like, yeah, I see you're on social media. Like why? I'm like, Woof, okay. Sensing the judgmental tone, that little alarm is going off in my mind. And I think the perception here is that anyone who's taking time to put their life on social media must be self-involved. And I actually met someone recently who said this. Like he said, if he was dating a girl, his expectation was that they would delete their social media. And I was like, you are an idiot. That is like absolutely not the case. That should not be the case. One, red flag. Two, social media can be used for a variety of ways. And his explanation was social media is there to gain attention. And if I'm with a girl, her attention should be coming from me and me only. So she shouldn't need social media for anything else because I'm giving her enough attention alone. And I was like, okay, buddy, Like, we need to simmer down for a second because for me, social media has turned into this huge platform to reach people and mentor people and connect people. And if I'm going to be blunt, sometimes I feel selfish when I don't show up to social media because I have gone through these different chapters of my life and reflected and grown and I have these incredible women and men, but lots of women, young, younger, college age or my age or a little bit older who reach out to me constantly. And I'd like to see myself as kind of everyone's best friend online. So sometimes like when I just tune off and I'm not there or maybe I'm not sharing content or I'm not putting a lot of effort into my content, I almost feel guilty because some people really do appreciate it, or they find it positive, or they find it uplifting. But bottom line, I truly feel like God places his words on my heart. And even if I don't know why I'm sharing it, he knows why I'm sharing it. And it's going to touch someone in a specific way. So like, there's not that many times that I'm like, damn, this is just a really killer outfit. I'm going to post that on social media. Let me get those likes, y'all. Like most of the time I'm coming to social media with like the purest of intention. I'm like, all right, what do I want to teach these folks today? That's literally where my brain is at, is like using it as a teaching tool. And then everything aside from that is like, how can I be a good reflection of God? And it's also my personal page. So I want this to like, be me. Like This is my life. I want to share Austin and Dale and Chicago and my girlfriends and fashion and makeup because that's what I love to do, not because I feel obligated to do any of it, because I'm passionate about it. So I just like want to say for those of you who are extremely judgmental about social media, take a step back or maybe take five steps back. And when you're seeing something and you're feeling this like, emotion of jealousy or judgment evoked because I do this too. think this person clearly shared this for a reason and it either brought them joy and that's why they wanted to share it or it's bringing them confidence because who really shows up online and is like this is a really ugly photo of me I, I can't wait to share it no like sometimes your girl is just like man I feel so confident about This outfit, or this situation, or this social event I went to, this brought me joy, whatever it is, like they want to share that. And that's great. So I think you need to take a step back and realize you should be happy for them. And then in situations like me, I'm truly trying to do something good here. Like I don't get paid to show up online every day and share my three ways to tighten my Navy button. Like I do that because I get these questions from women everywhere. So that's a huge source of judgment that I still deal with every day. And I'm like, dang, if I had a dollar for every single time someone judged me for being online. But like I said, I feel almost like it's selfish of me not to uplift and be positive and encourage and mentor these people online because it's really a tool that, that God has given me. And I feel very Passionate about, and I feel very, very lucky to have. And then continuously, oh my gosh, my Navy career I just ripped to shreds every day. Imagine like a shredder, and then you just put a little picture of me in a Navy uniform, and then you stuffed a shredder in there. That's me. That's every day. Every day I show up online, people are attacking me. And you know what? Here's the thing <laughs> y'all don't see my fit reps, so I don't care. All that matters is if my boss likes me who's signing my fit rep and then I have sustained superior performance, cool. Am I learning? Yep. Am I growing? Uh Uh-huh. Like, am I doing the best I can? Absolutely. But I don't care what any of y'all have to say. You're not the one signing my fit rep. So I really don't care about that judgment. And I'll get into more of handling it. And then I have to say too, like, I think just in general, what's been most misunderstood about me in the last, I mean, probably six years now, because I did Miss Ohio USA in 2016, and that was my first pageant. And that was the first time I really dealt with all of the judgment and all of the criticism and everyone's opinions and this and that. And it's okay to be doing something different. I think if you're doing something different, of any nature, of any kind, it's going to facilitate judgment. So, you know, I I once heard it's like, hey, if you're not getting haters, you're not getting judgment, that means you're not really like stepping outside the box. And I would rather be the queen of outside the box than being, you know, a, a little sheep inside the box. Like we are all here to be queens, marching around outside the box, doing our thing and raising our voices and doing something different than being safe. Like, absolutely not. I would rather be judged 20 times a day but pursuing something that's different and amazing and passionate and explosive than being inside the box and being silent. Ew. Let's not do that, okay? It's season three. Like, we are going to be queens outside the box. And I have this quote that I absolutely love, and it says, I hate the fact that some people get judged for being real while others get loved for being fake. And my heart of hearts, the biggest misunderstanding always is my intention of why I show up to do what I do. So I'm kind of setting the record straight on me (laughs) back to basics, but also how you guys can combat this judgment Wherever you are in your life right now, maybe you are building a business. Maybe you are in the military. You're trying to learn how to do both, you know, these hobbies and maintain a career in the military. Maybe you're a new mom and maybe you don't know how to do things right. Maybe you are in college and you want to push yourself outside your comfort zone and do something new. All of those things are amazing. They're all amazing. And like I said, you're not staying in that little box and you're not being sheepish and quiet. And, oh, I don't want to do that. What will people think? Who cares what people think? The only person that really matters is what God thinks. And guess what? He's going to love it. He's going to be like, yep, Kelly's taking risks. Love to see it. Because he wouldn't place this intention on your heart if it wasn't supposed to be for something amazing. So listen to it. So I have a kind of a quick acronym, if you will. I want you to keep your eyes on the prize when it comes to people's judgment of you. You're hearing these rumors. You're hearing people's words. You're seeing them online. People are commenting them. Maybe you're getting a hateful email. Maybe your coworker pulls you aside and says something rude about you using the Keurig. Whatever it is, keep your eyes on the prize. So remember this acronym, EYE. I just came up with it. It's a Kelly Renee original, but write it down, pull out the sticky note, and put it on your bulletin board because you got to keep your eye on the prize. So first, I'll spell it out for you. The first E is embraced. embrace your best qualities and celebrate them. The Y is yesterday's negativity does not affect today's positivity. I really like that one. (laughs) Yay. The last E is everyone's assumption of you does not have to be your truth. Bam. I'm just like, I love that. Put it on a t-shirt. Someone quote me. I love that one. The LaCroix is just fueling me right now and letting me spit out some soulful words because I loved this. One more time. E, embrace your best qualities and celebrate them. Why yesterday's negativity does not have to affect tomorrow's positivity. And the last D is everyone's assumption of you does not have to be your truth. So I love kicking off season three with this because... Again, I just feel like we live in this world where there's so much criticism and judgment and comments and you want the satisfaction of being accepted and and fitting in and, you know, it's scary. It's so scary to do something different or to be misunderstood. But if you get into the first embrace your qualities and celebrate them. Not just your qualities, but your best qualities. So let's dive into that. For me... I take a lot of time to reflect anytime I get that like tingling sensation of oh, I'm not good enough or imposter syndrome or I'm really struggling with my identity or what, what am I doing and where am I going and am I good enough for this? I remember the things that bring me the most joy and the things that I'm best at. And I'll be honestly like super, super transparent. I am not the world's best naval officer. It depends on what the criteria is, I will say. But if you threw me in the middle of the ocean right now and was like, hey, go command a fleet of ships. Nope, not your girl. That's not me. Don't send Lieutenant Kelly Sabraki to be. Like that is not what I'm supposed to be here for. But, but if you threw me in the middle of a fleet and you're like, yo, Kelly, this is your moment. Spit out a fire motivational speech. I'd be like, let's go world. Let's attack it. We got this. We're trained. We're focused. I know exactly what I could say. And I could spin it up in like five minutes because I'm such a passionate speaker. And no matter what the situation is, I always try to focus on the positive. So I feel like it's a real skill and talent that I have that God's placed in me is focusing on that positivity and that optimism constantly. doesn't mean I have to be a subject matter expert on whatever I'm talking about. It means that I always try to focus on people's emotions and tap into those skills and those talents and evoke that from them in whatever situation they're in. So one of my biggest talents really is speaking. And I think the positivity, the creativity, my love for people, and... My ability to harness those things has brought me really far in my naval career. So really take time to embrace those qualities. And then I think me being professional, connecting with other people, networking, building relationships also has taken me really far. So yeah, there are moments when people attack me for not knowing all the capes and limbs of every single submarine and ship in the Navy. And I'm like, yeah. I don't even think if I knew that, that would be what made me a really good officer in the Navy. I think what makes me a good officer in the Navy is the fact that I do care and I am positive and I do want to build up my people and those who are around me and That's a great quality. So congratulations. You know every instruction in the book, but do you care about your people? Can you spit out a fire motivational speech? Probs not. So take time to write those things down, whatever they are. If you're good at writing, if you're good at speaking, if you're good at networking, if you're good at building a business, if you're good with money, if you're good at taking care of people, if you're Good at building a fire playlist so you can motivate people around you at work, channel it. Channel it and write it down and remember what you can do because all those things are going to slowly contribute to that bigger picture. Whatever you feel like you're struggling at, or whatever maybe people are judging you for or attacking you for, or maybe they're saying you're not good at, those best qualities, when you celebrate them, that's going to make you just blind to the judgment of others. And then I almost feel bad because you're like, you know what? You're sitting here judging me for everything that I can't do or that you think I can't do. But what's sad is that you don't know everything I can do. And that's pretty awesome. Like I'm a pretty cool person and I can do a lot of these other things. You just don't know that about me. And that's like a satisfying feeling being like, I'm sorry you don't know these things about me. If you took time, maybe you'd get to know it. And maybe you would live a happier life. But instead, you are taking time to focus on all the things I can't do or all the qualities I don't have. And you're choosing to look at others from a negative lens. Pray for them because you're not going to do that. You're going to look at things from a positive lens. You're going to look at everything you can do. And you're going to keep your eye on the prize, folks. Now, moving into the why. So the why is yesterday's negativity does not have to affect today's positivity. So you can quite literally think about the negativity that you received yesterday, or you can think about the negativity you received in the last five minutes. But that does not have to affect you. I know it sounds like easier said than done, but by golly, I get attacked 40 times a day. Okay, 14. We'll say 14. That's more realistic. 14 times a day, I get some sort of message or comment or someone pulls me aside at work every once in a while, whatever it is. And when I see these messages, I'm just like, well, you're kind of an idiot. (laughs) And then I block them. It doesn't even evoke emotions from me anymore because I have become so desensitized to people's judgment of me and negativity. I don't want their negativity. I won't even let it seep slightly into my skin or into my thoughts. I literally just don't. It's like a tennis racket. Like there's a ball coming at me. as a negative ball. And I just take my racket and I'm like, oh, not today, Satan. Like just, I don't even allow it. So, If you're going to bed and you're super upset because someone said something mean to you or something that day happened and it bothered you, you are 100% capable of harnessing your emotions and focusing on the positivity for the next day and not letting it affect you. And you can do that by going back to our first step, folks, which is focusing on your best qualities and celebrating them every single time someone wants to attack me for something unbeknownst to me, I simply sit there and reflect and think, you don't know anything about me. You really don't. And the only time these things really matter is if someone that you care about is giving you some sort of criticism or some sort of feedback because they actually do know you. So, okay, maybe that's coming from a place of concern or a place of them wanting for you to grow or maybe your priorities aren't in the right place. Those are the things that you do listen to. I would definitely listen to, you know, my mom, my best friend, obviously Austin, any of my girlfriends in my close friends group, anytime they are like, hey Cal, like you have been kind of self-interested, like you seem to really only care about social media, I'd be like, oh my God, like wow, that, that's that's heavy. And um, thank you for sharing that. I really need to reflect on this and think kind of why, but like, please tell me from your point of view why you would say that. And they might say, well, when we're out, you just seem to be posting a lot. And then I might say, I'm so sorry. Like, I've just been focusing a lot on my collaborations and I've been trying to get more creative on social, but I don't mean to take away from like our time together. I'm going to get better about being in the moment. That matters. Like That is good feedback, and that is not harsh criticism. That is someone who's not judging you, but someone who's concerned about you. Judgment is from people who don't know you who go, oh, well, you're just conceited because you wear a lot of makeup. All right. Well, you have no business telling me that, and you really don't know me at all. <laughs> this brings me joy. I love wearing makeup, and it has nothing to do with being vain. A bit just- Sorry you feel that way. And I just move about my day. And I probably reapply my lipstick in the process and just don't even bat an eyelash. So one thing, I recently had this happen to me. Oh my gosh, I was on the train all the way to work. And I was going through my podcast reviews on iTunes. And shameless plug, please go on iTunes and you can give me a five-star rating. I'd super appreciate it back to original programming. So I'm on the train and I am reading the reviews. And it's just like, it's awesome. It's not like I do this every day. I'm not like, ooh, let me go read reviews about me. But I had just recently shared like, hey, guys, you know, some people take time out of their day to leave negative comments. I would love for some like positive comments to show up on iTunes. So that way it reflects the hard work and dedication I really put into my podcast for you guys. And so I'm on the train. I start looking through and you guys are just left like the most amazing, sweetest things. I mean, I love reading them. I mean, you're at ROTC units, you're at the Air Force Academy, or maybe you're a pageant girl, or maybe you're a mom or whatever it is. And I'm reading these and I'm just like, it brings me so much joy. Well, then in like the mix of my comments, this person blew me away. I mean, they literally took time out of their day to go pull up my podcast and write a long review about how horrible I am. And I just like took a step back from reading this because it was it was it was really scathing. And I was like, it wasn't even just like she sucks. It was like seven sentences. I mean, hard, hard work. Fingers were tapping, like really went into this. And I sit back and I think, man, someone had to really, really hate me to go out of their way. I mean, there's some people like I don't, I'm not like a huge fan of, but I probably just mute them on Instagram and pray for them and then I move on. Like that's it. I never like go out of my way to be like, oh, I'm going to go to their website and leave them a review or try to like ruin their business or something. Like I would never, it would never even cross my mind. So for about four seconds, I was like, my feelings were hurt. Who is this person? What the heck? I can't believe people do this. People are so mean. I feel sorry for myself. And I just started like erasing all of those positive reviews I just, just read. But then, within a matter of four to five seconds, my heart re-centered. And I thought, okay, God, you're testing me. You are testing me. Obviously, you would never, ever put something in my path I could not handle. What are you trying to teach me? And so I immediately go to Google and I typed in passages about dealing with hate. And because that's like what this was. This was not just like, oh, I'm judging you. I dislike you. You're annoying. This person hates me. (laughs) Whoa. So I type in passages about hate and, and this is really powerful. So it says Luke 6, 27, 28. But to you who are listening, I say, love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you and pray for those who mistreat you. And I was sitting on the train. I was like, all right, all right, all right, God, I hear you, sir. You're speaking to me because it's so much easier to get Upset and frustrated and fueled, and take that into my morning and bring it into the office and be all pissed off. But instead, I said a prayer and I said, God, please be with this person who has so much cold and disdain and frustration in their lives that they need to go above and beyond to tear others down. And it's obvious that if they do this to me, they're probably doing it to other people in their lives. Or they're not happy with their lives are because happy people don't write mean comments. And I released it and I prayed for them. And that makes me sad. It makes me sad for them that that is what they had to do to bring them some level of satisfaction. And you have to remember that about people who are judging you or mistreating you is that they're doing it out of a place of insecurity. And that is something you need to pray for them for because you're doing something that's bringing you joy or happiness or, again, is something a little bit different. And that might be making them uncomfortable, but that's not your fault. It's their responsibility to figure out why that makes them uncomfortable. And that's a journey they need to go on. So you need to release that. So I really highly recommend you guys take a step back and pray for those people because that sucks. It sucks to be at that point in your life where you can't be happy for others. And you, my happy little listeners, do not need to take that on yourselves. Now, lastly, we have the last E in keeping your eyes on the prize, which is everyone's assumption of you does not have to be your truth. Now, if I just, you know, embraced everyone's assumption. I think I would be classified as like the super materialistic, superficial, cocky, vain influencer who loves makeup and doesn't have much brain between her ears, who is using the Navy for clout. Gotta love that one. And showing up to social media or my podcast for fame. Like, I think that's the assumption people are saying, which is laughable because I didn't join the Navy thinking, like, ooh, I really hope this makes me famous online one day. Instagram wasn't even created when I joined the Navy. And that's not why I run my social media and that's not why I have my podcast and that's not why I love fashion and makeup and none of those things are true. So I am not going to let other people's assumption of me become my truth. My truth is I am here on this planet earth to be a positive influence, to radiate God's love, to lift people up, to be a good wife to Austin, to empower you, to maximize my potential, to help you maximize your potential, to be in the Navy, to impact others, to lead others, to make a difference, to protect our country, and to show up every day the best I can be. That is my truth. And by golly, if that's what I'm doing every single day, I'm freaking proud. I am proud. So I am not going to let other people's assumptions of me run my life. And neither should you at all. Toss it away. Who cares what they think? If it's not your parents, God, your closest friends who know your heart and soul, it doesn't matter. It truly doesn't. But ultimately, your truth is between you and God. That's it. That's all that matters. And you know your heart, and you know your way, and you know your intention. That's it. Congratulations. You've passed the course, and you can graduate on to the next episode. That is what I want you guys to remember. I think it's so, so hard to keep your eye on the prize. And your prize might be something different than the next person. For me, it's this constant journey of maximizing my potential. I've been saying that since the first season. I don't know what that means. I don't. I just know I want to do the hardest, most difficult thing that I possibly can do. And I want to prove to myself that I can do it. And when I do, I'm proud. I'm proud of myself because it's easier to sit back and do the the easy stuff and take the easy jobs and live in the easy places and do all of those things. But when you do the hard stuff and when you do something different, you can truly look at yourself in the mirror and think, Wow, I'm doing it. I am literally doing it for me. And I am proud of me. Not for other people, not for their comments, not for their judgment, but for you. Because someday you're going to look back and think not about what all these other people said, but how proud you were that you proved to yourself you could do whatever it is that you set your mind to, that you did the hard thing. And that is absolutely incredible. Again, I wanted to kind of kick it off with what I feel is constantly misunderstood. I I mean, here I am, season three. I'm still misunderstood, y'all. I'm not changing the name of the podcast. It's not going anywhere. I am still the queen of being misunderstood. And you know what? It fuels me because there is something still to prove. And it's not to prove to other people. It's to prove to myself. And I'm really proud of it. And I'm doing it. And I am here for this season. I'm so excited to see what it brings. I have goals. I have ideas. I am fueled. I'm passionate. I'm in a completely different place in my life. You guys can expect so many different things I mean, I'm gonna be starting out the season a lot with like wedding heavy stuff because the wedding is a month from Wednesday. Oops. And then by the time this episode airs, it's probably gonna be in like two weeks, which is gonna be insane. And then I'm gonna be featuring my amazing best friend, Jackie Barnum, who is now like a thriving influencer. I'm so proud of her. I'm going to be featuring my hubby, Austin, my friends, my family. I have business ideas. I have things I want to do, things I want to enroll in. And I cannot wait to bring you guys along for the ride. We're going to be getting into relationship advice, advice from other female officers. How can we do both? How to's, ways to stay true to yourself, embracing your identity, all of these things. I want you to continue to show up and be here on this journey with me. It's been so amazing. Welcome to season three, everyone. Yes, I'm still misunderstood, and I'm here to set the record straight. Thanks, guys. Until next episode, this is your season premiere, season three. Let's go. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of Misunderstood Podcast. I love hearing from you guys and I want you to take a screenshot of this episode, tag at misunderstood.podcast on Instagram and share a takeaway from today's episode. Something you loved, something you wanted more of, whatever it is, it helps me learn what you guys want to hear. Please consider leaving a review on iTunes or Spotify. (sighs)